Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the latest episode of Tome Show News. I'm Lewis Brenton, and with me are Tracy Hurley and Branda Stoddard. Tome Show News is here to bring you brief news updates, primarily on the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game and things that are impacting the D&D community. This episode of TSN is being recorded on Friday, November 5th. Here's the news. In September, Wizards of the Coast released Dungeon Master's Screen Dungeon Kit. This kit includes, you guessed it, a screen. This one is, quote, specially designed for dungeon delving with tables for encountering monsters and exploring runes and dungeons, end quote. In addition to the screen, the kit comes with 36 dungeon geomorph cards, a double-sided dry erase sheet, 18 condition cards, 9 numbered and illustrated initiative cards, a storage folder, and a card storage box. The geomorph cards can be used to design a dungeon, either in advance or at the table, and geomorphs have a long history in D&D, both as a separate product and as part of kits. The dry erase sheet includes a numbered grid for map sketching on one side and a summary of character actions during combat on the other. This year's November D&D book release has been pushed back into December. Strixhaven, a curriculum of chaos, was scheduled to be released in mid-November, but has now been delayed three weeks. Widespread resource shortages and the global shipping crisis have been cited as the reasons for the delay, surprising exactly no one. The new Strixhaven hardback is the third book that provides a crossover between Dungeons & Dragons and the worlds of the Magic the Gathering card game. Strixhaven Curriculum of Chaos promises setting information for Magic's premier University of the Arcane Arts, along with four adventures that can be strung into a level 1 to 10 campaign. The new release date for Strixhaven is December 7th, 2021, and that applies to both the physical and digital releases. There's a new survey out from Wizards of the Coast. This one is a lengthy survey involving a fair number of questions about digital platforms as well as user experience and purchasing history. Many of them are standard questions that we've seen before. There are also some rephrases and some questions around class popularity. Like I said, it's a long one, so you'll want to set aside some time to finish this survey, but surveys are one of the best ways for the average fan to affect the future development of D&D. My friend Brandis is not kidding about that. I took the survey this afternoon and it took me every bit of 30 minutes, I think. It's a very thorough survey. Along with other products we've mentioned today, the Witchlight Carnival Dice and Miscellany set is now out in the wild. This is a product supporting the Wild Beyond the Witchlight D&D adventure that came out in September. The box this product comes in features beautiful box art with velvet lining in both the top and bottom so they can be used as dice trays. It also includes a lovely player-friendly map of the Witchlight Carnival, which is just a beautiful piece of art. Also included are 19 double-sided cards that feature setting and NPC information about the carnival. And lastly, we have the dice themselves. They're the standard 7 RPG polyhedral dice, except with two D20s and a total of four D6s. They're a marvelous, partially translucent, sparkly orange with purple numbers, and they're very readable to my old man eyes. I can easily say these are my favorites of all the dice sets Watsy has put out in the 5th edition days, and they're the only ones I purchased for myself. 
The MSRP on the Witchlight Carnival Dice and Miscellany set is $30, and they're commonly available in bookstores, game stores, and on the internet. On October 21st, Paizo recognized the United Paizo Workers Union that had been founded on October 14th. Uh, Voluntary recognition of a union is fairly unusual, uh, and so we are happy to see it here. Uh, The union has begun bargaining on behalf of its workers and has uh, registered some complaints around the creation of new leadership positions within Paizo in recent days. It looks like over 6,100 backers remember to support the Level Up Advanced 5th Edition Kickstarter for Morris by the 5th of November. Level Up is intended as a standalone game that is backwards compatible with D&D 5e. It promises to bring diversity, depth, and choice through a core set of three books, two more world-building or setting books, a modular approach that will allow users to pick and choose between uh, Wizards of the Coast 5th Edition and this game, and online tools. The project closed with a bit over £700,000, or about $947,000 raised. More information can be found at levelup5e.com. And with that, it's time to conclude the November 5th episode of Tome Show News. We'll be back soon with more news on all the happenings with the game we all love and the community that surrounds it. If you have items of information that you think we should be covering on TSN, please reach out to our team, either by emailing us at tomeshownews at gmail.com or on Twitter at tomeshownews. I'm Lewis Brenton. I'm Chasey Hurley. And I'm Brenda Stoddard. Thanks for listening.